Social Media Serenity, podcast episode number 59. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name's Eric Fisher. Are you ugly? No. Socially networking speaking? <laughs> the answer's still no. <laughs> we're we're going to give you a social media makeover today. <laughs> well, maybe I guess we could fit that in. Do you have a face for podcasting? <laughs> Let me tell you why I use an avatar. <laughs> I, I have a voice for blogging. <laughs> a voice for blogging. <laughs> nice. I love that. Uh, Eric, tell us, tell us what we're doing today. All right. Well, we're talking about a social media makeover. We're going to, we're going to get you some nice new threads and, and get you a date the, oh. on, on Twitter. I get you a date Except on Twitter. Except it's not a social network anymore. It is now I, a dating network. Yeah. It, it, is, it is, it is, it is, it is a new dating site, Twitter. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. No, I thought this is something we haven't touched on yet, even though we've we've talked all about a bunch of different social networks in the past. And um, yeah, we just thought, you know what? It's about time we cover some of the basics to make yourself uh, put your best foot forward. Let's let's say that let's, you know, look good, sound good and have consistency across the board and maybe you know, make yourself more effective at branding if that's what you're doing with your social media interactions. Exactly. Well, let's talk about the different items and and features that we can focus on. And I love the very first word that you have in our show notes. And that, my friends, is consistency. Tell me what you think about consistency. All right. Well, what I mean by consistency, and this is really just like an overarching theme here, we're going to talk about um, your avatar, your images, your themes, your backgrounds, your bio, what you've got listed as to who you are, what links you've got, where you're aiming them at. Because, I mean, if you've got, uh, if on Twitter you're aiming me towards your blog, but on Facebook you're aiming me towards some business, that's not consistency. Um, Although the consistency could, is having could... the same stuff uniform across the board where wherever I see you, you're driving me all to the same place, to, whether that's a call to action or you know, a, a a connection with you, an interaction with you. So Right. And what we're talking about is somebody who has, you know, a single brand. The, the deal is that you may have more than one brand. You may have more than you. You may have strategic purposes for not being consistent. We do want to say that. Although for the average person, like for me, for example, you know, Cliff Ravenscraft, my thing is, is I, I want to promote the thing is, I have two different things that I promote, and 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 I actually do. I actually experience a little bit of inconsistency, not necessarily. Well, it's okay if it's on purpose, right? Exactly, as long as you have a reason for it. But if you, I, strategery, strategery. You know what's weird is I think if I go to uh, Twitter.com/slash/gspn, you know the thing is is my my ID is gspn, but if you click on the web address, it takes you to Podcast Answer Man. Right. So I actually, you know, I'm, I'm promoting GSPN. And but if you, if you click there, I, I take you to Podcast Answer Man. The strategic purpose of this is people actually get to know me and connect with me mostly because of the content that I produce through GSPN. 
And so it's the strategic thing. The reason why I'm doing this is because people already know that I have this podcast network. They're going to find that podcast network. My my desire is that if they find my Twitter profile, I want to make sure that they understand that, hey, Cliff's got this other side. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's the Hannah, the other side of me. And so uh, it, it, <laughs> you did not just do that. I did just do that. Uh, uh, anyway, for the best me. of both worlds. It's the- <laughs> but yeah, being consistent. The thing is, though, if I go to all of my profiles, I think that I make sure that um, I think I make sure that everything points back to podcastanswerman.com. But I try to brand all those different things. Does yeah. that make sense? Oh, yeah, definitely. But I, I really like the idea of having the same avatar or picture in all places. Yeah. Well, it's easy, recognizable and bonus benefit here. And and something I think that, uh, well, for one, you've got the NitroZac uh, Joya Tech drawing avatar for yourself. And you know what? You could afford, well, I don't know if you could afford it, but you could afford it. What am I saying? To get a new one done where you're slimmer because that one was done before you were doing high, hardcore PABL. Yeah, in fact, you know? if you go to, well, of course, we're going to talk about this too, the, my Twitter background. If you go to twitter.com slash GSPN, my background right now has a little Polaroid picture, the 16 by 9 Polaroid. Right. Uh, anyway, I, I think I'm going to actually see if I can't send him that picture and have him do me a new one because not only do I have a slimmer face, but oh, I, was, I, also, and- I also lost the stash quite some time ago. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you, I'm, I'm actually looking at the two of those pictures there, and I'm like, wait a sec, that's not the same guy. I mean, it is, but it's not the same person anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, but two, two benefits here. One, you put, a, I, I prefer to put a picture, and this is just my preference, but I've heard it from uh, Chris Brogan, so I trust him. That uh, you want to put in your Twitter avatar a picture that is recognizably easy to recognize as you because say you're at a conference like, you know, PodCamp Boston next week or now in time shifting mode that uh, you're at and pe- you're tweeting the hashtag and things and people see you passing by in the Twitter stream and also passing by you in real life. They can connect those two people quickly, but that's that guy. He tweeted, Hey, I saw what you tweeted, you know, and that instant recognizability of, personal personal welcoming hey i'm i'm nice to meet face you know what i mean exactly yeah so for conferences I, you know i i would even stray away from having some artwork done i would just put up your face but that's just me i like my nitro zach <laughs> avatar i do too i'm just saying <laughs> it doesn't look like who you are right now it doesn't look like who i am now but i i i should get the new one done and uh and put that on there because yeah. It, you know, it, it, in my opinion, it was like it was my branding. You know, it was like, mm-hmm. you know, hey, this is it's different. You know, everybody had, you know, anybody can put a picture of themselves on there. But, you know, I went through the the steps of actually having somebody professionally, you know, somebody who does an extremely good job. And, and, and I'll tell you what, what impressed me is like, I know I know what Leo Laporte looks like, but I was really impressed with his his comic avatars on all of his artwork. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, where'd you get that done? And he's like, I got this done from this guy named Nitrozac. And he's like, I'm like, I want to go do that. And so I went and had it done. And, and and I'm just really impressed by that kind of artwork. And so I think it it says that, hey, Cliff cares enough that he he went out and, and made sure that he had something unique and 
and uh, my, and it's on my business card as well. And people get when I hand people my business card, they've never seen you know me on online or anything. Like that. It's like wow, that that's professional, right? So and you're using consistency because you've got that avatar on every single site. Yeah. Uh, the other thing you could do in your avatar is is be you could do something unique. I, I I think one of my favorite people that I've ever seen on Twitter do something unique, and and uh, I I'm, he's gonna kill me because right now I can't think of his last name. His his name's Dave. Uh, Jonathan will know. Uh, he does all the stuff for you know PodCamp and and BarCamp and all the stuff. Dave Delaney, I think, is his name. And uh, I wonder if he's Dave, or I think he says, is it I am Dave? Uh, is it, do you know his Twitter ID? Uh, let's see here. Dave did this. Is that what it was? Dave did this. No. Uh, he's thinking. Uh, Dave Delaney. But anyway, what he did is um, you never saw his full face. You got to see like the top. Oh, there it is. Dave Delaney. D A V E. D E L A N E Y. So twitter.com slash Dave Delaney. And I really like what he's done. And I've his his Twitter avatar has been this ever since I've known him. Gotcha. Yeah, it's it's like the eyes and the head popping up over the Exactly. That's the current iteration. Have you ever heard it? It's like the old uh it's a like a modern rendition of Where's uh is it Where's or no, Kilroy was here. I don't know if you that's the, like an old World War II reference or something like that. But anyway, you, you can only see him from the from the eyes up mm-hmm. and and, you know, it's unique. It stands out. Uh, th- those are the kinds of things that I like. Um, I, I'm looking at somebody that I'm following on Twitter right now that that it says that uh, he's or that he's following on Twitter and it's uh, Twitter dot com slash H H O L G R. His name is Holger Ihard, I guess. Anyway, uh, he's got a unique uh, Twitter image where it only shows the right side of his face. And, I, you know, I, I kind of like things that are unique like that. That, that you know, it, it's not just your standard, here's, here's my face in a really cruddy picture that I, or, I, or here's, a, here's my face in a really totally awesome picture when I had my hair just right one day. Yeah. Well, and here's a tip I got at Blog Indiana. One of the people gave a a thing all about photography and she said, hey, on your avatars, think of three words that you want that image to bring to the mind of the person that sees it and then take a picture that evokes those three things. Right. So. So, yeah, basically the the important thing here is is if you're going to be on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn and name your insert name of other social network here. The important thing is that if you want to be the same brand to express the same, you know, recognition and you want to filter people back to the same thing, the idea here is be consistent. Be use the same avatar on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Yeah. That that's that's my personal feeling. I wholeheartedly agree. All righty. So that that's a little bit about consistency. I even color scheme, if you have the ability if to oh, yeah. to use your color scheme and stuff. Use use some of that. Now, what about we talked about avatar image and sizes and stuff like that. What about themes and backgrounds? Yeah, well, I mean, it, you want to get something that's going to look good. You also, I mean, especially, and we we mentioned this in our last show with Twitter.com changing the the background images there are going to take some tweaking for sure because of the screen real estate being changed. Um, I know for for a fact that you've got a bunch of stuff written there 
mm-hmm. um, on your Twitter background. Now, obviously, you can't necessarily translate that Twitter background over to like a Facebook page or anything, but you can translate that information there. Yeah. Um, so it, it's really about what are you trying to do? What do you want people to what do you what's the impression you want to make? First off, um, you want to get something that's not going to clash with your I mean, Twitter is one of those things where you can change the link color, the the text color, the background the sidebar, all of that stuff. So you can kind of tweak it a bit. And if you know what the proper color codes are, you can get it exact to what your background is. But you want to make as much consistency in that area as well. You want to match up your colors, match up your your styles even. Yeah. Here's, here's a tip that I will give you. I can tell you, I remember back when in my PC days, uh, so long ago, I'm thankful. Uh, back when I had a PC and I had my normal, you know, 1024 by 960 resolution and and stuff like that, and I had I had uh, made my my Twitter background so that any, I mean, I figured, gosh, I must have the largest, you know, the smallest resolution or the biggest resolution or highest resolution so that you know, sh- certainly nobody's got more than this. Right. And, and so I optimized it so it looked great on mine. And then, by golly, I went and got my 27-inch iMac. It's got 25, uh, 2,560 by 1440 is my resolution. And so I, I pulled up my Twitter page, and I'm like, wait a second. There's this big, huge line at the bottom and on the right-hand side, and then it's you know the, the background doesn't match it. I encourage people it, to have a background on Twitter where the edges at, at the right and at the bottom of your screen are a solid color so that you can actually go into Twitter and match your background uh, because it, it, it's kind of funny when I actually pull up Twitter in, in full screen mode and I see some people's background it kind of it you know sometimes it does a, a funny repeating lo- looking thing and right and stuff like that so I, I think it's important to kind of optimize and see what your background might look for in um, regular resolution what I do is I program for 1280 but is it t- 1280 by 800? Yes. Yeah, I'd program for the smallest Mac computer. And so 1280 by 800 is where I start out with. And as long as it everything appears correct on 1280 by 800, and then, of course, what I do is I want to make sure that that if I blow this thing all the way up to 1250 by 600, or, or 2560 by 1440, that it will actually still look good on that as well. Yeah, it's it's tough, but if you do it, it pays off. Yeah, because you, everybody's got a different experience. What looks good to you might look really trashy on a on a different size screen. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna wait and see what happens with the new Twitter.com, and I've currently got a solid black color behind mine, so that when you go to my page, it just draws you straight into instead of looking all around the page, you're right there. To the profile. Yeah, I noticed that you're using one of those uh, patterned backgrounds, and it looks nice. Uh, it, but I, the the reason why I, I think that you can you can actually lend yourself a little bit more credence and credibility in your branding if you go just an extra step further than you know ninety five percent of the people on Twitter who have a default background. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's just it just says, hey, check this out. This guy's done a little bit. He's gone a little bit out of his way to to dress this up a little. Yeah. And, and, I, and I switched off of what I had done or had somebody do for me previously when some of this stuff got outdated. 
and I opted to stay solid black. And now I know I want to until the new Twitter comes. So I know what dimensions I'm working with. Yeah. And, and of course, something new. none of this matters. Like my Twitter background doesn't matter at all on my iPad because the iPad, you know, resolution, the Twitter takes up the entire mm-hmm. screen. You can t- you can see that the little Polaroid pictures in the background, but you obviously can't see it. Yeah. And, and honestly, Twitter's really the only, well, if I'm wrong, correct me, but I think Twitter's the only one where you really get the, the way, the chance to really theme it and, and make a background because well, like Facebook and LinkedIn and all those, I mean, it's static. You can't change it. Well, let me, let me show you one. A Keith R. Parsons. I wonder if, uh, that's, uh, yeah, here, here's, uh, that, well, that's actually his, um, this this is what you can do, uh, and I'm gonna put a link to it. Uh, Facebook.com slash Keith dot R dot Parsons. So you can actually take your I could actually take my Polaroid picture with all that text that's there, and that could be my Facebook picture. And uh, I've seen some people do some creative things with their Facebook fan pages. That yeah, you can, the ba- the side make it, instead of it being like a profile picture on. Um, Facebook, he's got it set up almost like a fan page sidebar banner ad. Yeah. But it's real. I mean, it's uh, Keith, if you're listening, I love it. Good job. Yeah. So uh, you, you can you can customize some things. And of course, that matches his Twitter. So that, mm-hmm. that gives you that idea of consistency and stuff. And uh, of course, you can see he did his nitro of his hack photo as yep. well. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it, it's good stuff. It's uh, you can you can be consistent. You can be creative uh, if you you know a couple of the tricks and so what I'll do is uh, in the show notes I'll make sure that uh, I will put down uh, you know Keith I'll put a link to Keith's uh, Facebook profile and what he can do even with that even though it's a large slim like tall rectangular image when he goes to make what he wants it to show up as like he can crop that down just his face for the interaction he does on on Facebook so. exactly awesome Yep. So there we go. Um, so we've talked about consistency, avatars, themes, uh, backgrounds. Let's talk about our bios. Now, Twitter is my favorite network, and this is where um, I think the real power here is. The first, the big thing in the bio area on Twitter that I want to point out is, is again, even if you have a brand, like my brand is my username, GSPN. But in my name, I did not put generally speaking production network, and I did not put GSPN. My name is my name, um, yes. and and we've talked about this a little bit back in the past. I don't really follow very many brands, but I like to follow people, and so I that's what I like to connect with. Now I do follow you know Lipson support, and I follow. Virgin Mobile US and and I I do follow some brands and when it when a when I'm following a company and it's in that company has lots of employees then it makes sense you know I'm following Dropbox I can see you know it mm-hmm. makes sense for me to follow those brands and for those brands to actually have the brand as their name but I can tell you there is a lot of entrepreneurs out there who are like I I don't know let's just say you know I'm, you know, uh, working, I don't know, breaking free from the nine to five or something might be their username. And, and that's their Twitter ID. But then I go to click on their profile and it's a link back to their blog with the same name. But in the profile, their name is, you know, breaking free from nine to five. 
And I'm like, well, what's your name? Who are you? I don't know if you're male. I don't know if you're female. I really don't want to have to click all the way through to your site to find out, you know, what your first name is. Because And there's often times when somebody will say, at GSPN, hey, this, 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 and this. And I want to be able to click reply and use their first name when when addressing them. And it's really frustrating when your name's not on your Twitter profile so that I can't call you by name. Oh, yeah, definitely. So that my first opinion on, on Facebook, LinkedIn, I love both of those social networks for the clear and specific purpose that everybody there goes by their name. I love people's names. Yeah. It, well, it's social. Tell me who you are so I can call you by that. Exactly. Not your username. So what's next on here? What what else do you think? Location is that how important is it that you put your actual location? Uh, well, for me, I, for example, I've, I used to have the specific city that I was in. I actually changed it to the state and then added the interwebs. So now I'm my location is Indiana and the interwebs. Yeah, I, I used to have my, uh, my state uh, or my location. Of course, every time I go to Twitter, they say, do you want to turn on your location? No. It's like, no, I don't. I don't, I don't want people to know where I am at all times. Exactly. And not only that, but I don't want people knowing the exact uh, latitude and longitude of my home. I mean, right. come on, seriously? Uh, so my location says Northern Kentucky. Yeah. Now, I will say that there are a lot of services out there that if you put in your Cincinnati, Ohio or whatever, you're going to find a lot more people who are going to find you through local city you know, filters Mm-hmm. that you'll find out if you put the real thing in there. But, um, I, you know, location, I think I think you do whatever feels comfortable to you there. Now, how many times have you gone to a, a Twitter profile where the person's name is not, the name is actually not the person's name, and there's no link to a web address? Have you ever been to any of those profiles? Oh yeah, I I always click on the the web address they've got listed there to see what they're involved with. Mm-hmm. Where you want when I find you on Twitter, what are you wanting me to connect with? And if it's your blog, cool, I find it. If it's your Facebook page, cool. But you know, give me a purpose. Get, tell me what you want me to know most about you when I click that. So. Exactly. And and I will tell you, if you don't have a web address, the chance you've just you've probably just eliminated eliminated about 90 percent of the chance that I'll follow you if you don't have a web link there. Yeah. If you I've don't get one in there called follow me, F-O-L-L-R dot M-E, and it's my profile there. Um, if you click it, it brings up my my name and you can put a bio piece in and I, I should have done that. But it's got my Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh blog, Foursquare, and YouTube all listed there. Cool. I'm going to go to that. So it's kind of like a hub. I'm going to go there now because I haven't seen that. Uh, Let me go in and click Eric Fisher. And then I see follow me. And so I'm there. Okay. Here's my question for you. And and this is something I would suggest for people listening to this. This right here, number one, it's not overly attractive, but but it's it's designed well enough. Eric, why why not? Do you not have your own blog on the web? You have an, you have a Tumblr page, right? That is the one I'm using right now. So, right. So so if I click here and I go to your Tumblr page, why not fill up? I, I see Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. What else is on that follow me page that's not on your blog? Right. 
I mean, exactly. so my suggestion, instead of using a third-party service that just shows a profile picture of you, I mean, your Tumblr blog looks more attractive than that Follow Me page. Yeah. It's just not gotten the attention that it should. Well, the, the <laughs> that's, reason that's why. the reason why is because you're not pointing people to it. Yeah. Right? You're pointing people to a place where they can find more places. Instead, right. point, point them to a place where you actually have something that actually shows off a little bit about who you are and what and how you blog and, and, and stuff like that. And then, of course, it's like, well, hey, he's also got Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And this is what I like to do. I, I'll click on somebody's profile that just f- followed me on Twitter, and I'll, I'll make the determination based upon you know what they've linked to and what their bio says, whether or not I want to follow them. And, of course, you know I selectively follow people on Twitter. So I'm, I may or may not, just depends, follow them back on Twitter. But if they got a Facebook page, guess what? I will link to their, I will click on their Facebook link and I will immediately add them as a friend because I add anybody as a friend on Facebook and uh, I may actually click on their LinkedIn and stuff too. But uh, my suggestion, just my own personal feeling is that if I were you, I mean, you've already got Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn on your Tumblr blog. And, and you don't need to link to your Tumblr blog if you're already linked to your Tumblr blog. The only thing you need is you add Foursquare and YouTube to your Tumblr bar blog. You've already got everything you need to know about about you there. Yep. So just a thought. I'm do it. See, I'll I, do it. I, the only reason I wasn't doing it was because I had neglected my blog for a little while. Well, which I mean, actually is changing. So, well, I mean, if I go to my, if I go to your follower follower page, you've neglected your work profile because if I click on work, it says professional summary, nothing, work interest, nothing, employment, nothing, educational, nothing. And where's I, that at? On on your follower dot. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I, if I go click on your about page, it just says Eric J Fisher. It doesn't say anything. But at least if I go to your Tumblr page, I click there, and at least I see, you know. I, number one, I see that you're, uh, you, it says here, pursuing a balanced life, PABL of faith, marriage, fatherhood, social media, podcasting, and video production. I mean, there's so much more about you here on your Tumblr page, even though you haven't blogged in several months. Uh, it, there's still more about you here than than that follower page. Yeah. So we need to give you a social media makeover. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> cool. I'm not just a client. Or I am a client. Wait, how's that? Anyway. I'm not just the CEO. I'm a client as I'm well. I'm also a client. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm, so go ahead. Yeah. That's that's what made me think of all this stuff was because I've been checklisting and making all this like categorized out of what I'm actually working on for myself right now. So my biggest thing is to have a home on the web that, you know, try to think of one place where people can come to. And for me, I have, you know, I have so many different places people can come to. I can I can promote gspn.tv. I can pr- promote podcastanswerman.com. I could promote Pursuing a Balanced Life, you know, and, and, and for me, so far, it's just made sense that, you know what, the, the biggest thing I want to promote is I want to promote the thing that makes me the most money, and that is podcastanswerman.com. And the one thing that I, I think I need to do a little bit better job of, of on the right-hand side, I need to make sure that I I am further promoting GSPN in a much bigger way than I currently am. Like r- right now, if you go to podcastanswerman.com for the next 37 days, you're going to see a little, you know, a little uh, vertical banner there that, that says this. But on the right-hand side, it'll say, what is gspn.tv? And then it says plus membership. 
And so that's the only bit that GSPN is getting right now. But I need I want to get something bigger so that when people click on podcastanswerman.com, they actually see this big, you know, understanding that hey, GSPN is something really big in Cliff's life as well. Yeah, exactly. But uh so yeah. So your link is important. I, I I don't like to follow somebody who doesn't have a link. And then, of course, you actually have your bio, which in typical Twitter fashion, you're limited to the size. Yeah. And Quick I, and concise, but fill fill it in as much as you can and, and try to then condense it like a tweet. Yeah. I like yours. It says pursuing a balanced life uh, of faith, marriage, fatherhood, social media podcast and video production. And I love and here's the other thing I love about that is I love the keywords. I love the interests because we were talking about the fact last week that regardless of what Twitter says, it is a social network. And and mm-hmm. you know, if I click I will click on people all day long people say it Twitter says, "Hey, so and so is following you. Hey, so and so is following you." I click on the link, I look at their name, I look at their blog or or, or whatever they're linking to, and I read their bio. And man, if somebody says podcaster or if somebody says blogger, uh, you know, family blogger or entrepreneur, at least I have an understanding of why it is they're interested in me and whether or not I might also have those same passions in common so that I could develop a relationship with them. Yeah, where are those connecting points for the relationship? Exactly. And so fill up your bio on Twitter with keywords of passions and interests. That's a great way to put it. There you go. So very cool. And and I think I've still got this bio on the side of my uh, Facebook page as well. Yep. Under my pick. So and of course, that is the idea of consistency. And of course, that's the other thing. If, if I go to the profile on um, Facebook.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft, uh, it, it, my, they, you get this little tiny box that you can edit. It's a little text box and it says full time podcast podcaster, uh, podcast consultant, sell equipment, you know, follow, visit me on podcastanswerman.com. And I love this because you can actually put hyperlinks in that text. Right. Yeah. And so you don't, you're not just relegated only to the information, but uh, you the information box, but you can also put a little text bio in addition to that on your Facebook profile. And to briefly cover LinkedIn, we mentioned that two weeks ago. Uh, which was a great episode. It Thanks was. again to Justin. Yes, absolutely. And uh, it, you want to fill out your your profile there to 100% completion, as well as what we talked about in there, which is you can use specific keywords and uh, list all your positions and name your links the right way for more link juice. Yeah, if you have not listened to the episode 57 of Social Media Serenity, we definitely want to encourage you. There's a whole section of that interview or that conversation we had with uh, Justin where he talks about how you can optimize your profile on LinkedIn uh, to, to get you know a lot more traffic and stuff like that. So definitely check that out. Again, that's episode 57. Go to socialmediaserenity.com and episode 57, which by the way, did you see the new uh, web design? Eric on which if you go to social media oh, on, GS- on social media yeah yeah so now when awesome. you when you land on the page it's got a, a, a nice description of what the podcast is and uh, big for me is is the whole cross promoting thing it's like if you like this show you may also like podcast answer man virtual assistant or business tech weekly yeah I like it a lot very cool and of course it you, it shows the most recent 10 
episodes and if they're if they're free episodes it'll have the ability to play them right there from the site mm-hmm. fun stuff all right Looking so good let's see do we have one more thing uh lists tell us about yeah lists. i was gonna t- i was gonna talk a little bit about lists but i think that's really just a generalized usability type of a of a deal where you know if you're if you're doing all this maybe i mean especially in twitter um, cause that's really the only place you can share a list. You can't really share a, uh, a list in Facebook, but you can share lists. You can create public lists in Twitter. And that kind of gives another, um, you know, if you label them right, another opportunity to tell a little bit more information about yourself of who you've got listed and what you've got them listed for and what lists you've got and what their names are. Exactly. And, and the so. I- idea there is that, um, like I see that you have a, a public list. You only have one right now that says IW Youth. And I guess that's Indiana Wesleyan University, right? Yes. And so I can tell that you obviously have some kind of either interest or affiliation of one sort or another. And so, again, even though Indiana Wesleyan University is nowhere up in your bio area, I now I now actually see that you have that in there as well. So this is communicated to me. If I click, matter of fact, if I click on the list, it says, it says Twitter accounts connected to Indiana Wesleyan University in some way. And so even if I didn't Mm -hmm. know what IWU, if I clicked on that, at least now I'm like, well, at least he has at least some interest in Indiana Wesleyan University. So it's just another thing that gives me a little insight into who Eric J. Fisher is. Yeah, exactly. There you go, my friends. I need to create some more public ones. Yeah, so do I. That's what we talked about last week on episode number 58 using formulists.com. I, I still haven't had a chance to check that out, but I'm eventually going to. Anyway. I think you'll like it. Folks, if you are anywhere near Boston within the next two days, we will be there. Uh, of course, we are recording this last week. So this is recorded last week, but I'm talking to you now. Those of you who are downloading this, we hope to see you in Boston <laughs> this weekend at PodCamp Boston 5. We will be there. Eric Fisher, myself, and my beautiful wife, Stephanie. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, Eric, tell them where to find you on Twitter. I'm on Twitter slash Eric with a K, the letter J, F-I-S-H-E-R. And you can follow myself, twitter.com slash GSPN, and Stephanie's full-time mom. We'll be back again next week. Until then, join the community.